Yarrr! <laughs> hey! I was gonna yarr! I bet you do it. On the yarr! Hey guys, welcome to Lucky Parachute. Hello everyone, how are you doing? My name's Jai. Oh, my name's Aaron. Ooh, you got him before got me. Episode 29, welcome, welcome, welcome. How are you all? I'm good. That's good. Thanks, man. I'm hoping the people are well as well. On this Friday, the 20th of May. It is. You like, you like, I've noticed you, um... You've been spilling the date lately. Yeah. Well, you got to let people know what's going on. I guess so. Got to let them know when sure. we're recording, what we're doing. I suppose. How we've been. Where are we then? Uh, so today is Be A Millionaire Day. Oh, we're being millionaires. Yep. Okay. So, Be A Millionaire Day. Don't know if that's... I didn't look into it. I just read it and wrote it down. <laughs> so, could be go out, steal lots of money, become a millionaire. Yeah. Or it could just be, just pretend you're a millionaire day. I did that today. So did I. Yeah. Did very millionaireish things. I went to work. Did you? Yeah. You know how I yeah. like pretended to be a millionaire how? today. I looked at our car. Oh yeah, sick. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, wicked. Might, put, I, might put fuel in that one time. Well, we got we got a BMW I'm now, a and I was oh, just that's like, right. yeah. yeah. I was just I looking at my car wanky, for a second. Wanky BMW driver. <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, it's also Endangered Species Day. Is it? Yes. I didn't know. That's, half interna- of these that's an international one as well, oh. I believe. So that's all across the world. There's a lot endangered of endangered species. species. So go out, find an endangered species, and <laughs> kill it. Good luck. Pretty sure. Good luck finding it. it. Uh, it's also pizza party day. Ah, oh, damn. So we could have had a pizza party, but we didn't. We had a big steak. Had a steak party instead. The oh man, the tomahawk <clears throat> on the Weber. Yep. That was that was next level. Again, we keep we keep cranking out these delicious <clears throat> meals. Mm, that's what we do. Blowing our minds. I mean, you got to eat well. You, you do. are what you eat. Especially when you pretend to be a millionaire and you can afford a tomahawk steak <laughs> dinner. Well, there you go, mate. <laughs> uh, it's also NASCAR day. Oh, yeah. So, fucking heads up to all our American listeners and NASCAR day. I hope you're out there revving her up and Racing going around, around and around that fucking circle. Round and circles. Round and round and round round and round. That must be thrilling. Really quick. Nah, it's sick. It's also, yeah, it is pretty sick. I've, I like watching it for the crashes. Yeah. Unfortunately, lots of people have died. Yeah. So, so dangerous. And continue to die. Mm. But that's what makes it exciting. Hang on, when, you, when they die... They, no, no, no. They, they die. continue then, to die. <laughs> yeah, it's a horrible sport. <laughs> <laughs> They're going so quick, they continue going man and man. Shit. Um, also, it's pick strawberries day. Are you Okay, I missed that. Pick strawberries day. Ah. Oh. I thought you said Pig Strawberries Day. Mm-hmm. Pig Strawberries Day. Yeah. A special type of strawberries. So it's Pig Strawberries Day. Pig Strawberries Day. Is that a, a celebration worldwide? Well, I was thinking, is there a, isn't there a season for strawberries? Are you making these things no. up? No. Google is. <laughs> Google's Google making them up. up. Yeah. I think so. Like, strawberries are seasonal. Yeah. I don't so think... how can we pick them? Well, Today. I... Yeah, that's that's what I mean. So that's... I was, that one annoyed me a little bit. That one's annoying I me. I was like, yeah, I'm going to go pick some strawberries around outside. I was like, hang on. Any... <laughs> hang on a second. <laughs> They're all still flowers. Something in this equation doesn't fucking add up. They're so I jumped in my NASCAR and I fucked off. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. No, I didn't. Where? To the strawberry farm? Don't have one. No, I headed down to my mate's place and had a pizza party. Oh. Yay. But you bought the place because you're a millionaire. My good mates. Not right. You. No, no, that's right. There's heaps more mm. mates. Than so that me. was all the days I had for today on Friday the 20th of May. Yeah, right. Mm. Is this a new segment? Because I think you've um you've come in each week now with what day it is today. Yeah. Is that a new segment? Yeah. That was Aaron's day of the week. <laughs> is that what it's going to be called? Yep. All right. Aaron's day of the week. Yep. There you go. There you go. It was done and dusted. <clears throat> um, I just want to quickly say 
Um, if my voice falters a little bit tonight, it's because of his balls are finally dropped, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he's finally got to that stage Damn, in his I life. I wanted to say it. <laughs> he finally got to that stage in his life where he feels he can let us all know. Not a, not quite. No? They're not quite there yet. All right. No, nah, it's one's not. One's dropped. One's, yeah. One's just hanging on. half a. We'll call it one nut. One nut. Nah. One um, nut, really. I did a bit of work with the baby cows the other day and I had to do a bit of yelling for the day. Oh, here we go. And to get her moving and stuff. And yeah, I seem to have tickled my throat a little bit. Yeah. Lost my voice a bit. Yeah. So there's a crackle here or there. So how do you, do you, oi, not COVID. Do you oi or do you just scream in COVID? Lots of hay. Lots of hay? Lots of hay. Yeah, okay. I know what you feed them, but what else do you, no, what do you no. say when you, what do you say when so you So while you're feeding them? them hay, you say hay. Why? So they know it's there. Yeah, so they know it's that's Pretty hay. sure they know it's there. No, they don't. You can smell it. No. Do they sneeze lots? They do. They, they actually smell it. That'd be fucked. It's funny because... Imagine having chronic asthma and also being a cow. <laughs> cow Every smart. day, here comes that fucking tractor again. Yeah, and starting your sneezing fit. Yeah, they have to have a massive big puffer. <laughs> Huge one. How would they use it with their, with their hooves? Yeah, see, I haven't got that far yet. <laughs> yeah, I suppose it'd have to be kind of like a feeder. Almost, they walk up almost and they automatic, yeah. Put their big mouth over and go... <laughs> 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 yeah. After uh, they've run over to it, they got to do... <laughs> no, they can't run because they're asthmatic. Oh, yeah, of course. They slowly Silly and calmly me. walk over to it. Well, we've been feeding out some of the cows with uh, with some oat and hay. Mm-hmm. And they, they can definitely smell it and they love it. They Which literally start. come bolting for it. Can you smell the difference? Yeah. It smells sweeter. Sweeter. Yeah. Is that... Do they just sweeten it up a little bit? They must do. Let it I grow. Don't know. Let it grow a little bit longer. Caramelize it. Maybe it's the oats. Caramelized wheat. Oat. Oats. Mm. So, um, this week, adding a little bit of structure to the podcast. Oh, all right. What are we doing? Um, this is I've new to me. done a little bit of research on something that I find very interesting. All right. This is not new, right? It's also very shocking. No, it's not new. It's close to 400 years old. Okay. But, um, is that how long it took you to research it? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> now, I've done a bit of research. Look, I'm, I'm not a historian. As, no, you, we, as you well know. We had a historian on last week. Yes. But, um, yeah, look, I've done a bit of into it, and it's pretty fun. What actually reminded me of this is when you were a kid, did you ever... Hang on, hang on. Before you go any further... Okay. Can I just, like, point out that you're actually wearing a freaking pirate hat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, no one this can is see my it. normal Friday it's night attire. Genuine, you are actually wearing a pirate hat I am. right now. I am. It's a leather triangle it Hat, looks hilarious. Which it's... I knew the actual name for it. I'm sure the admirable, 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 admirable. That one, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Or the or the bosun. Okay. Or maybe the captain of the ship. No, the captain would have had a fancy hat on this. You reckon? Yeah, for sure. Captain that looks like a pretty fancy hat. They, I reckon they've this turned a the, circle into a triangle. I reckon this would be the bosun's hat. Okay. For sure. So yeah, I am wearing a cool hat, <laughs> and it's in. It is. It is got to do. It is got to do with my story. Okay. It is. Yeah. It, it is. is got to do with it. Yeah. So this is a story about the Batavia. Have you heard about the Batavia? Yeah, I think I think we learned about it in high school. Yeah, I remember learning about it in school as well, but I never remember being interested in it. I don't remember any of it. Or I'm pretty sure what actually happened is, in true school fashion, they didn't make it interesting. Oh, so we didn't take it in. So we just didn't give a fuck. I don't remember. Which it. is kind of yeah. what happens with a lot of school. If mm. you don't have a good teacher that's not engaging, yeah, 
it's kind of going to go over your head. Yeah. But this is an amazing, horrible, horrific story. So it's an amazing, horrific story. Yes. Okay. Well, is this a story? Is it horrific because a lot of people died? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people died. Like horrible deaths? Yeah. Yeah. But it's amazing because... Correct. <laughs> horrific. You've been reading the dictionary. <laughs> I know. I, I quickly had, had a look before we started. I'm glad we've had a good start on this. And, yeah. Um, so what actually got me thinking about this story was when I was in primary school. Did you ever go to the Endeavour? Yes. So the big ship. Anyone that doesn't know, it's a big remake of Captain Cook's ship, I believe. Yes. Or I one, think of so. one of them. One of them. Probably Captain Cook. Yeah, yeah. See, the they Endeavour. didn't make that story interesting enough either, so I didn't listen. <laughs> But I remember it came to the Bustled and Jetty, and we all got to go out. I'm not sure if I went with my dad or it was a class thing. I think it was a class thing. And we all got to go out and walk on the top deck. Didn't get to go underneath, because we weren't allowed. But we got to walk on the top deck and have a look at the cannons and all that sort of crap. And it's a full-size replica of the actual Endeavour that was... So a full sailboat, wooden ship, beautiful. Mm. And that got me thinking about this, the Batavia. Because there's another one that I had heard about. So I looked into it a bit, and it's a nut story. It's a nut story. It is. Like, so, like acorns or... No, it's just nuts, like crazy. Oh, like balls. Balls deep crazy. Right. <laughs> right, so <laughs> in, 1960, in 1968, the Batavia left. Now, it was called the Batavia because it was one of the Dutch... The Dutch, like, royal... You know how the Dutch used to run everything? This was 400 years ago, back yeah. in the 1600s. Is that, bit, is that why they named Australia New Holland? Uh, yeah, a lot to do with it. They found back it then, it was called Terra Australis which was the unknown southern land. So no one had come here. They knew it was here, but they didn't. Well, they probably had, but it wasn't documented. Mm. So they've all... They, these are the ships that were like the trade ships. So they were taking spices and all the sort of crap. Big you know, industry, yeah. Big industry, big industry. Probably the biggest industry at that yeah. time. So this Batavia, it was made solely for this trip to go to Batavia, which is now Jakarta in Indonesia. But mm. back then, everything was owned by... The Dutch, as they thought, so they just named it wherever they wanted. <laughs> it was probably like acorns. It would have probably had its own name before yeah. that. And they're like, nah. nah it's Batavia. <laughs> this is dumb. This is Batavia now. Yeah. So um, off they set. This ship was 55 metres tall. 55 metres tall? Yep. And 56 metres long. Yeah, wow. That's pretty So um, well, pretty you tall. think of the mast and all that sort of shit, but it's almost like... Hang on. So so 55 metres tall off the water or complete yeah, ship? Uh, I think complete ship. So under... So the, you'd still... Yeah, then you'd be dropping down. Is it down. the keel to the yes. top of the crow's nest or whatever? Yes. Yeah. So almost a square, really, if you think about it. Yeah, that's odd. Yeah, it is odd. But then you think of the shape of a ship and it, it, all, it all works and out. How it, it all works, works out. It's pretty clever, really. So they've taken off. And it was sort of doomed from the very beginning. There was a few dudes on the ship that were a bit shifty. No one was really getting along that good. So um, it kind of happens when you're on a ship. And these sort of, like, they were on the sh- they could have been on the ship for eight months. I'm pretty sure that's how long it was going to take them to get to Batavia. And they're dealing with, they're sleeping in cramped quarters. They've got, all their water is infected. So they've it's all got worms in it. Yay. It's all got algae in it. Yes. Ten people died. So it's like tea. Ten people had died on the ship already. From Just from the water. Dissidents and all that sort of stuff. So yeah. you've all that sort of crap that happens on the ships back then. Rank. Yuck. Mm. Yeah. So mutiny was already afoot. And these dudes were in it. So what are you one of his names, the main dude, is uh Geronimus Cornelius. Which is a fantastic name. Yeah. Yeah, Geronimus Cornelius. But this guy wasn't a nice dude. So he pretty much wanted to take over the ship. 
He wanted to take all the loot. They had $41 million, or in today's currency, it would have been $41 million worth of gold. They wow. also had plethora of other things. Yeah, they had yeah stuff to build with, all that sort of crap, stone, all that sort of shit. So he wanted to take this. He wanted to throw everybody off the ship. He wanted to murder everyone in their sleep and bugger off. So he had got himself around about 12 sort of mutineers. That's what they would call themselves. And it wasn't enough. Definitely wasn't enough. There's like 300 people on this boat. Well, 340 people on the boat. That's a lot of people on a ship, man. A lot of people on a ship. And 12... Hence why it was probably so horrible. 12 blokes were pretty keen to take it over. Yeah. Yeah, at the start, there's these 12 blokes. So this mm. this bloke, um, Cornelius, Geronimus Cornelius, was very, very charismatic. So in today today's sort of world, he would be a psychopath. He was a psychopath. Oh. From what you'll hear in the story, he definitely was So wouldn't was a he have been a psychopath back then? Yeah, yeah, he was. That's oh. what I'm saying. But yeah, like, they didn't know psychopaths. Oh, right, right. right. They went, yeah, 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 that sure, man's sure. a psychopath. They were just like, nah, it's just him. Yeah, but also weird. back then, man, people were killing people all the time. It True. wasn't. It was a brutal world. Mm. So, anyway, so he wants to he wants to get out in this ship, and it's all going down. But one night, about three a.m. in the morning, bang! The ship, uh, the ship's captain, whose name was, can't remember his name actually. Captain Egbert, let's call him that. No, it was Pelsard. His name was Captain Pelsard. <laughs> Damn, Egbert, <laughs> I, way I do remember. <laughs> captain Pelsard, he was thrown from his thrown from his bed. Middle of the night. And he gets up, and what had happened is they'd run aground. The guy that was meant to be looking after the ship, um, the second captain dude, whatever his name was, didn't look into him. He no, had, he never does. Well, he had not seen like a massive coral outcrop coming out, and they'd run aground. They were, they were gone. They were on there hard. Wow. Yep. So this is in the morning, so they're like, well, maybe it's, maybe it's low tide, and we can wait, and it'll get off and float off. No, it wasn't happening. They were buggered. As the sun comes up, they can notice that they're sort of surrounded by little islands. So, where they were, where they'd ended up, this is actually the Abrolis Islands now. Ah. So, it's off 60 k's off Geraldton. Yeah. Into the Abrolis Islands. Into the Abrolis Islands. So, that's where they... So, that obviously come way down so low that they're off the coast of WA. Wow. And they've gone bang into the side of the Abrolis Islands. Or off the little corner. So, now it's got... One of the islands now is called Beacon Island. I don't know if you know it. Or anyone uh, else out there. Yeah, so right, you, eh? Yeah. So they've run aboard, run aboard, run aground. Running aground. Yeah, I think they've lost 40 to 50 people all in this big thing. People are jumping off the ship, trying to get off, freaking out, don't know what it is. No one can swim. They're all drowning, falling off onto the coral. A lot of people jumped straight off thinking they could and landed straight on the coral. Oh, that would be horrible, man. Yeah. That'd Dried probably work. Coral. Yeah, wow. And also, you think of the infections and stuff you're going to get. Yeah. So quite a few of them end up, they all end up getting onto this one little island. Or it's, I think it was, what is it? It's about uh, half a kilometre long and 200 metres wide. So not very big at all. 80 people stay on the boat. A, few of the, a lot of them were the mutineers because a lot of them were trying to steal stuff and hide stuff and as you would. And most of the other people got off and they were all on the little island and all that sort of stuff. So Pelsard, which is the big boss who is the captain, he decides to head off from this island and he's going to go and try and find some help or head off to the bigger island and either find water or rations or anything because there's nothing where they are. There's nothing on a lot no, of those well, islands. Like, I think there was a, like some seal and some um, seal and birds, but they said within the first day they had desecrated all of it. <laughs> so they just hunted and eaten all of it. I mean, there's wow. what, 100, 200? There was 300 yeah, people, yeah, 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 so. fair enough, yeah. 
And um, so this guy, Pelsard, heads off with, I think he headed off with about 20 men or something or other to try and find land and all this. Couldn't find, he found some good stuff over on one side, didn't get much. They all come back together again. Old mate, um, Geronimus Cornelius, he ends up being on the boat for a long time. Finally gets off the boat and floats ashore. Takes him two days to float ashore on a log of wood. And this is only like 0.6 of a K, 0.6 of a mile, sorry. So probably about a K. So it takes him a while. Goes in the water. Hmm. Must have been rough seas or something, I don't know. Anyway, um, when he rocks up on the shore, he is pretty much the ranking officer that is there because because what's his name? Bloody Pelsard's headed off. And what ends up happening, because Pelsard headed off to one of the islands, he took about 20 of, 20 of the men, which is his good soldiers. So he's gone off and he can't find anything decent to stay. So instead of doing that, he just continues on. And obviously off to Australia and then can't find anything there and then goes, fuck it, I'm going to head off to Batavia, Jakarta, to get help. So he's gone. Everyone thinks, shit, he's left us. What's going on? Mr. Uh, Mr. Cornelius stands up because he's now the main one in charge. So, and he's this devilish little bastard. <laughs> so what he figures is he's going to divide and conquer. So he pretty much goes, okay, I'm going to get, he gets, um, so there's well, pretty much all the people that he doesn't want around him. He starts dispatching. Ah, yeah. So like sort all the out. strongest dudes, all yeah. the strongest soldiers, all like the leaders. And he goes, right, you guys need to, oh, we're going to take over to that island. So he gets, loads them all up, takes them over to the island and says, you need to look for water, look for food. When you find it, light a sig- signal fire and we'll come over. And they're like, yeah, okay, cool. So that's about, how many men was that? I'm pretty sure that was about 40 men. And that was the biggest, strongest, all of that that are taken over that way. There's still women and children and all that that are left back on that, that other island. So they're all left there, no boat. Cornelius heads back and then starts rallying with all his, he's got his 12 dudes following me already. And then he rallies up about another 12. So there's about 25 of these dudes, mutineers, and they're just nasty dudes. Mm. And the so he just, start, he just starts killing everybody. Mm-hmm. So the first night he makes up a story about some guy stealing something, just murders them pretty much. All under the guise of he's the boss and it's, it's an execution and it, we have to do it. But then slowly just more people start going down and then one of the other islands, they see a signal coming from the other island, the smoke signals. But Cornelius does nothing about it. Because, sorry, there was 12 people left on another little island. I forgot to mention that. They're, <laughs> they're there. They're there they're now. There. They're there now. Yeah, so they take off on the boat. Cornelius sees this and sends a boat out to, cat, to stop them from going to the other island. As they do that, he gets them and brings them to the shore. As they get to the shore, one of the guys runs up and tells him what's going on because they saw the fire, and he just yells out, kill. And they run down and they murder everyone on the beach that was coming from that other island. All 12 people. There was pretty sure two kids. Um, I'm pretty sure they didn't murder everyone except for the women, the three women. They tied them up. Well, they murdered them too. They took them out to sea and just drowned them, just dropped them off in the water. Um, mm. Yeah, lovely. So after all that happens, the people sort of know what's going on. They can see what's cracking. And then he just starts. And then they, all his little mutineers start tormenting everybody. And it turns into this horrible place. Wow. Finally, word gets back to the other island where the other guys are because people are escaping and sort of having to get out of there. Gets back of what's happening. So they start building a fortress because there's only 40 of them. And there's like all these other dudes over on this other island. He's got like 25. No, no, sorry. There's only about 20 and 25 and 25. 
So what happens anyway is they all end up having these little inter- interwars. One big day that they try and go over there and take over all their shit on the bigger island, a, a ship rocks up, the ship to save them. So they both jump in their boats and they both take off towards the ship to try and get there first. Like a race. Like a race, yeah. pretty much. Because whoever gets there first can Wins. spin. Yeah. Well, there's no phones. There's no nothing. You can't no, say, can't. oh, yeah, no, no, it was him over there. No, they're going <laughs> to get there and go, no, they're the bastards. Kill them. Signal fire. Yeah, exactly. So luckily, um, Webby Hayes, which is the leader, the soldier leader of the good guys who built the little fort on there and all that sort of So that fort's still there today. Oh, really? Yeah. So it was the first ever European building ever built in Australia. Wow. It's been classes at now. It's been there for 300 and, what, 94 years they now? make it out of? It's all limestone and coral. Ah, oh, right. And it's all sort of blocked up together like a fortress. And okay. Built it up and they had, because there was less of them, but he knew how to fight. He put them on a perfect pinnacle where they were. They had coral to throw down and rocks to throw down. They made pikes out of um, sticks. So they were pretty onto it. And they protected themselves really well. So, yeah, anyway, he gets to the ship first. They all figure out what's going on. And um, they hold court on the island. And, yeah, Mr. Uh, Psychopath, what's his name, Cornelius, gets his hands chiseled off and hung. That was a thing back then, apparently. His hands? Yeah, they chisel your hands off first. Oh. And then they hang you. Okay. Just for a bit of extra pizzazz, I suppose. A bit of extra torture. Yeah, a bit of extra... Get in here. You're not very handy anymore, are nah, you? No, yeah. You now thought you were handy? Hang you. Now you're not. Now you're hung. Oh. Wow. Yep. Um, so, they I mean, they killed a lot of people. All of the, pretty much all of the guys that were following um, Cornelius all got knocked off. Mm. Two of them, one of them was quite young, so they let him go, and the other one, they believed, was just doing it to survive. They actually dropped them off on the mainland of Australia. Oh. And just said, go. Off you go. Off you go. So it's never been documented, but people have said that there has also been like rumours of really light-skinned Aboriginal children and families that were up and down the Margaret River, oh sorry, not Margaret River, up and down the Western Australian coast. Mm -hmm. And they reckon it could have been from those two guys that got dropped off and then got into a tribe that got, yeah, all that sort of shit. Wow, yeah, right. So they could have been the first two dudes ever to be in Australia, two, two white people or whatever. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so anyway, Cornelius is dead. They knock him off and all is well. But, I mean, that's a pretty crazy story. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot I didn't get to and a lot I sort of skipped over, but I was getting a bit too into it. So. Well, yeah. Getting yeah. too into it. Yeah. So that's Beacon Island now is what it's called now. Yep. It used to be called Batavia's Graveyard. And that's about pretty much it, man. Out of all of it, um, I think only 90 people ended up surviving. So they had a 340 people that were on that ship. All in the end, about 90 people ended wow. up surviving. It's only, what, just over a quarter? Yep. Bloody hell. That's pretty full on, mate. Yeah, it's a full on story, man. So the more I got into it, the more I... I mean, there's a lot more into it. I mean, it's a yeah, you full... Could probably, it's crazy. You could do an hour and a half on it. Yeah. Easy. <clears throat> but yeah, there you go. There's a bit about the Batavia, man. There's that in a nutshell. There is that in a nutshell. So wow. mutiny, mass murder... All of it. All the good stuff. It's still the biggest mass murder in Australian history and the first mass murder in Australian history. Wow. It's broken so, a lot of records. Beat that. It's got a lot of trophies, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. Yeah, it does. So, yeah, man. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, go ahead and get that off your chest, yeah. eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that... it was, there's a lot more savage things that I could have put in there that happened as well, but I, I didn't want to go in. Oh, did you dial it Some down Some of the weapons. Bit? Oh, yeah, I dialed it down a oh, lot. Right, man. okay. So, um, a lot of the wreckage as well from that is in the Fremantle um Yeah, museum. I think I've seen some of it. Because yeah, we, as, did you go to the uh, boat museum? That's exactly where it is, yes. In yep. Frio when we were in year something, year yep. eight or year nine yep, or something. did. We, we would have seen it there. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's like a front little section of it that they found and they raised. You know, it was only found in 1954. Yeah, right. And they found it again. So it was just sitting there for that whole time? Well, there's only a ca- <laughs> <laughs> No, no, actually. It got up and walked Did around. It? Oh. There's a cannon left and a few little bits and pieces. That's why they couldn't find it. Um, it not 2017, they uncovered another mass grave with five more bodies. Hmm. So they're still uncovering lots of shit about it. And it's still an ongoing sort of thing. Yeah, right. But yeah, it's very interesting story in W in Western Australian and I suppose in Dutch history. So, yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah. Australian history, Australian Dutch history, history, Dutch history, world history, pirate really. history, pirate history. These dudes wanted to be pirates. Cornelius they and his did. dudes, they That's wanted to exactly be pirates. What they wanted to be. That's exactly the pirate thing to do. I want to steal all the shit. Hundred percent. I'm going to murder everybody. And mm. he didn't give a shit. He was, you know, the craziest thing is he didn't... The only person that he actually tried to murder was a baby. Oh. Who was very sick and wouldn't stop crying. So it annoyed him so much that he tried to poison it. Because he was a pharmacist as well. Is what I oh, mean. yeah, right. Very I can tell you a lot about him, but I won't bore everybody. <laughs> <clears throat> but, um, so he tried to poison the baby. didn't work. Baby went into a coma. Oh. That's so tragic. that's all good. He got someone to charm to strangle it two days later. So that's not good. Yeah, he was a brutal man, but this, he, this never killed, he never killed. He never killed anybody. Okay. He got people to do it. He just ah, oh, he's just yeah, right. He's one yeah. of them guys. Yeah, um, yeah, right. Mm. Rough. That's pretty rough, mate. <laughs> yeah. It's it's imagine imagine nowadays, right? Just being a pirate. No, well, sort of like that same mindset. So going to work in a steel construction job or something, and there's just one guy that just wants to like run amok. Kill everyone, steal all the gold, go hide it on a beach. You know, there probably is. Probably. You don't hear of it. Probably is, man. Do you hear of it? I work in a pretty big supermarket with lots of people. I bet one person there is thinking about the booty all day. Oh, definitely. I'm going to get me the booty. There's more than one thinking about the booty. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, no, I I really enjoyed that story. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah, I enjoyed researching it. (laughs) Did you? I did. That was good. Are you, are you finding it um, strange researching stuff at this age? Because when we're kids and we're in school, we're like, school is so boring. This stuff, I'm never going to need any of this when I'm older. You don't, you like, remember when we left school, I'm pretty sure I burnt all my school books. Oh, dude, you were brutal. You burnt your clothes <laughs> and everything. You were like, fuck this. I, I remember when fire. you first got a car. You walked around for like a week going, I'm never fucking walking again. <laughs> I'm never walking again. And I was like, oh, let's go in the shops. And he's like, yeah, I'm not walking. Get in the, the car. car. <laughs> it's like a two And now we're 35 and we want to learn and we want to run. Yeah. What have we fucking <laughs> become? How the what tables have, we have turned. <laughs> what have we become? <laughs> and also, I apologize to anybody in that story if I flitted around or if I missed any bits and pieces that I started with, but... Don't hopefully, it, hopefully, hopefully, it intrigues somebody enough to have a good look into it. 
Yeah, that's exactly um, right. If they're intrigued and you didn't like the way Aaron presented the story, go look it up yourself. Yeah, exactly. There's this thing called Google. It's amazing. It's got so much information on it. (laughs) Go for it. (laughs) Knock yourselves out. But yeah, so ships and all things boatish was, um, yeah, what started it really. Ships and all things boatish. Didn't your brother go on the Endeavour? I was just about to say that. The Young Endeavour. So it's a smaller replica Ah, of the Endeavour. okay. And I think it's like three quarter size. Don't quote me on that, but it's smaller anyway. Okay. Um, and they do trips all year round in different parts of Australia because it obviously travels backwards oh, and forwards. Yep, yep. And it takes on like a crew of, I think, like 16 to 21 year olds or something. Yeah, it's like a youth sort of building. Yeah, sort it's, of and, and I think you have to apply for it. And oh, you'd have to. Everyone would want to do it. You kind of get picked. You don't necessarily like win a spot, but you do. It's very strict. Like you, you, it's hard to get on it. Basically, yeah. You might be on a waiting list for, I don't know, forever. But I think um, Sean did it too. Drummy, I can't say that. It's okay. Sean did it too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh God. Sometimes I just forget we're on a podcast. Oh, me too. It's just like having a combo, isn't it? <laughs> Every single Did he? time. Really? I think he went on it. I when we were in high school? Yeah, I've, I've got a funny feeling. I don't know. I, might I suppose be wrong. that would be a very Sean thing to do. Yeah, it would be. I might be wrong. But anyway, Did I tell you that I almost ran into him? Literally? Uh, um, Like you were jogging and he No, he pulled him? out in front of me in, oh. his, in his car and I almost T-boned him. Sort right. of whites of his eyes, eh? Did you? I was like, Argh! I was like, oh, hey, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're listening... I thought you might have been jogging and you like no no this is ran into ago. him this was like five years ago heads down oh yeah, you weren't jogging five years ago that's I don't sure. jog with my head down mate I look up to the horizon do you yeah and I think about where I'm going do you I never get there <laughs> you never get to the horizon never oh it's fucking hard to get to that it's horizon a long way away chasing the rainbow do you reckon you always be running towards it no nah. one day I'll be dead <laughs> <laughs> yeah so my brother went on it and. I think he did like a, I, I vaguely remember, uh, maybe it was like a Perth to Esperance trip. Because mm, I remember seeing him in right. Esperance. I'm sure of it. That'd be a rough little trip. Yeah, around the around the southwest corner mm. of WA. Yep. But he had probably one of the best experiences of his life doing that. Oh, it'd be amazing. Yeah. Not for me. Was I, he allowed I, to fish off the side? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. We're <laughs> allowed to fish, yeah. yeah. It'd be amazing. Yeah, there was everything. Yeah, you no, think, not for you. Think of doing. You'd be burping the entire time. Oh, I'd be seasick the entire time. He he said a lot of the people on like a lot of the young young crew oh, were shit. were very sick a lot of the time. See, I'd love to do that. That'd be wicked because it's yeah pretty rough. I think um some of them like kind of acclimatized to it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, spending I think it was like from memory it was like two or three weeks they spent on the sea. When we go to Indo, man, we're going to go on a few boats. As long as they're on lakes or nah, like we rivers, we open water because we've got to get from one island to another island. Oh, that's all right. That's mellow. I'll just stand up and burp the whole way. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny thing is, you'll stand up and the little baller go go sit down, sit down, <laughs> and you'll go, <laughs> and then I'll be sick. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So um, do that if you can, if you're young enough. Yeah, go get on a freaking. So ship. how old was he when he did it? I think he was nineteen. Yeah, maybe twenty, somewhere around there. How long? 
Did he? Was he on a couple of weeks? Yeah, two or three weeks. And they make you work too. It's not. Yeah, oh yeah, it's yeah. Not just a holiday. It's all hands on deck. You yeah. definitely. You don't pay that much for it though, do you? Or is it free I th- even? No, I think you do pay. But it wasn't much. No, hey? it's not much. Because you're working your ass off the yeah. whole time. Yeah, and you get fed. They feed you um, in ob- the galley. Yeah, obviously, like you're up <laughs> at dawn. You, you pretty much work. You're pretty much running, operating the ship. The cook's got a peg leg. I think so. Yeah, he has to by contract. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I knew a mate. So that they... I knew a mate that went for it, and he actually had two legs. Oh. And, and they were like, "Sorry, mate." And he Sorry, was like, man. "What can I do?" And they were like, "Chop your leg." Lose off. a leg. So he dangled it off over the side, got it chomped off. Mm. Still didn't get the job. They got, <laughs> they got another guy. Did they? He had an eye patch as well. Right. So, so it's that sitting at the job him. interviews. Trumped him. And they're like, "Yeah, show us your leg." Clever. Mm. Yeah. Right after that, after they hired him, though. A dude walked in with two peg legs, two peg arms, and oh. two bloody eye patches. Oh, there you go. But they'd already hired the other dude, and he signed a contract, so <laughs> they couldn't go with him. Are you talking about the guy, family guy, aren't you? Oh, he turned around and walked off and fell off the ship. No, I never saw him again, so I'm not sure. <laughs> um, it's a bit like um Stevie Wonder's wife. Is it? Have you ever seen her? No. Never say. Never say. There you go. That's a good one, mate. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I went for a bit of a stroll down the beach today. Mm-hmm. Um, it is an autumn day. It See wasn't autumn day. So, that's, that's, I always take a bag with me. And we walked from the start of Fowl Bay up to this, I guess, the start of Fowl Bay up to kind of Nice Bay. Hamelin Bay. Kind yeah. of nice bay and foul bay. Yeah, foul bay was pretty smelly. Somewhere in the middle is where I like to go. To be honest. Kind of stinky. Yeah, it was stinky yeah. today. There's a bit of seaweed yeah. around and uh, foul bay was actually living up to its name. Hmm. No, nah, but yeah, we did a bit of a stroll up nah, the beach. But yeah, very Australian it's of you. So, mate, that's where it's at, eh? <laughs> Comma. Comma, don't mean like that. It's truth. <laughs> i to throw my hair back. <laughs> um, is that Australian? Oh, I'll throw my not. hair back. I'm just, I'm just adding that one in. That's a pretty woman. There you go. Maybe that's where I got it from. Maybe I just watched that the other day. Um, yeah, it's a bit of rubbish. Yeah? It always is. I always take rubbish with me. Yeah. It's something I've instilled in my kids as well. Yeah, well, that my kids come along and they were picking, helping me pick up rubbish. It makes you feel good when you see your kids picking up rubbish from somewhere. It does. Especially like, Dad, Dad, I found a bit. And they come over with like a three centimeter piece of rope. Yep. Which is like tiny, but Dude, a seagull could, could choke on that. Exactly. And it probably already has. Mm-hmm. Um, we found a bottle. Did you leave it there? We found a glass bottle with, with a seagull a, in it, with a cap on it. Magic, <laughs> <laughs> like a message in a bottle. It had like those little uh, muscle barnacle things hanging off it. That's cool. It was cool. That's really it, cool. So on the way up the beach, it wasn't there, and on the way back, it had just washed up because all the barnacles were they were all moving around. Hey, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna do a lucky parachute uh, message in a bottle. Okay. So we're gonna write a message. We're gonna say. Hi, it's Giant Aaron from Lucky Parachute Podcast. If you get this message, listen to episode 29. Somewhere in there, you'll hear about it. You'll be able to get in contact with us at www.luckyparachute.com. And if you do, you'll be lucky. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So now we just got to do a message in a bottle. And send it off. in the water. And wait. And we wait. So is it going to be a glass bottle with a cork in it? Good glass bottle, not a cork. We seal it properly. <coughs> not fucking around here. Okay. We can't. We have to. It has to get to somebody. Mm-hmm. We'll just chuck it off the. I don't know. Bus or jetty. 
It'll end up in Barcelona. Yeah, that's not what I'll get it. Oh. That's, that's not what I'll get point. it. That's the point, man. <laughs> Probably in about a week. No, I want someone in 150 years to get this and flick through the oh, good. data banks and yeah. go back and listen. By then, everyone will be living inside the internet. No, there you so. go. We'll have a bit of uh, information in there. Yeah, right. And we'll uh, stick five bucks in there or something as well. Five bucks? Yeah, a bit of booty. Wow. Yeah. We're really... That's that's going all out, Got to man. put some booty in there. Yeah? Yeah. So, yeah, if you have found it and you're listening to this episode right now... Well done. Congratulations. You did it. Yeah, you, you did it. You also helped out Australia by picking yeah. up a piece of rubbish off Tell the us beach. your name and tell us how many years it's been since uh, we threw that thing in the water. How many years? Months. How maybe many barnacles weeks? were on it? <laughs> and hopefully there were no seagulls in it. There would be. Probably. They get everywhere, those little bastards. Yeah, why do seagulls um, always have bunged up legs? Um, I heard about this the other day, actually. <laughs> Funny you should say. <laughs> I've got a theory now, and I reckon it's because the idiots are dangling him in the water all the time. Yeah. You have to get bitten by a snapper or something. That's why they call them snappers. Because they snap at people. They snap at seagulls' legs, predominantly. Um, yeah, and, and pigeons don't. They always have straight legs. Uh Maybe. See, I can't really attest to that because I haven't seen many pigeons. I've seen lots of seagulls. You know, one day... Sample size. Small for pigeons. Yeah, true. Sample size, big for seagulls. Large seagulls. Large seagulls. No, just normal size seagulls. How, Sample how, size, large. How funny are the large seagulls? Pretty large. 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 Um, we saw, large. We saw a, a flock of seagulls, mm-hmm. if that's what it's called. That is exactly what it's called, correct? Down at the beach one day. Not a murder of crows. We were sitting there eating like fish and chips or whatever mm. on, on, like on the beach, and there's all these seagulls standing like near the water. Yes. Right? And yes. every now and again, a seagull would like look at the ground and then look up. Yeah. And then another seagull would look at the ground and then it would look up. There's one seagull in the middle going, your mama's fat. And he's going, oh. And he's looking at the other one and he's going, and your mama's fat. And the other one's looking down, oh. There's this one dude dissing on them all. It was really bizarre. Like, it was weird. Simulation dude. And then all of them, like, like maybe not all of them, but like 80% of them would all like look at the ground. So I, I was like, what the hell are these seagulls doing? Why are they, are they having power naps or something? Is one of them putting the rest of them down? I'd say one of them was picking them. I actually, I actually Googled it. Okay. The greatest invention in mean, humankind. Oh, now I'm excited. The knowledge bank. Usually you do this and then you go, I don't fucking know. <laughs> so this is really good. You've got an answer. I actually have an answer. Okay. So when seagulls look down at the ground, mm-hmm. it's the seagull's way of... Looking at the ground. No, of oh. thinking what it's going to do next. It's them processing information. Okay. So when there's a when there's a seagull hmm. and he's like on the beach and you know nothing's going on, he's looking at the ground. He's basically thinking what to do next. It is keep standing here, fly off, go find something. To eat. So do do you think seagulls have consciousness? Because you can test. You know how they test consciousness. So mm-hmm. say with a chimp, they'll put a white dot in the middle of its head, and the chimp will look in the mirror and go, "Oh," because it knows that it is it. Yeah. <clears throat> there are some animals, they say if you do it with a dog, dogs are just like, bleh. Yeah. But maybe because dogs are just like, bleh. Is that what they're like? Bleh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> most of them. But I know that for a fact that magpies are self-aware. Yeah. Because Swoop can look at herself in the mirror and know it's her in the mirror. Do you reckon it's because she's like kind of de- domesticated? 
Mm, I don't know. Do you reckon there'd be a point where, like, an animal that, you know, is obviously around mirrors? No, because you don't see magpies running into windows ever, like other birds do. True. So I think it's something to do with the way the brain processes. That's because they got binocular vision. They can see it from freaking miles away. (laughs) (laughs) True. It could be that. But I don't know. Being self-aware, it's a hard one to sort of, yeah. That's deep, man. Mm. It's a hard one to figure out. I don't know if seagulls are self Well, they used to think that it was only humans. And I mean, dolphins are self-aware. They can do it with a dolphin. Put a dot in its head. It'll try and rub it off. They, chimps and all that sort of stuff they can do it with but they're slowly figuring out that more and more animals are actually self-aware and they didn't actually think it was or yeah. are animals becoming self-aware right <clears throat> or have or they always been is it all a simulation <laughs> and the seagulls were staring at the ground resetting they were resetting were they blinking on and off and fuzzing in and out mm, they could have been <laughs> so what you're saying is it was messing with your brain was I even eating fish and chips did it mess with your brain was I even sitting on the beach it was because it was bizarre. Yeah. Because I'd never seen it before. Right? Mm. And like I like said to the missus and kids, I'm like, look at the seagulls. It's nothing we normally... You don't normally watch them. You don't normally go, oh, what are they all doing? You're just like, oh, there's a bunch of seagulls. And you can... Or go away, you bloody things are going to yeah, come and eat my chips. Yeah, not studying the seagulls. So yeah, it's like... And then all of us realized that they're all like momentarily looking down to the ground and then looking up. So I had to, had to try and figure out... Did you out do it right was. then and there? Google it right then and there? No. No? No. Okay. I left myself intrigued. It was quite fascinating to watch. You actually let yourself think for a little while. I did, yeah. That's good. People don't do enough anymore. I know. People usually jump for their phones and go, why is this happening? So speaking of things that are bizarre and make you feel a little bit weird, how did you enjoy the start of the Stanley Parable today? Yeah, that was freaking, that was something else, man. Hmm? Or it still is something else because it's still going. Well, I'd like you to explain to people. I'll try. (laughs) <laughs> what it is and how it starts and what it is. Because I, I already know and I've played a bit of it. Yeah. And I made sure that you knew nothing about it. Yeah, yeah. Because <clears throat> I mistakenly actually watched it. Probably I watched about an hour of it before I played it. Oh, right. So I kind of wrecked it for myself. Yeah, I didn't. Because you, you told didn't. me, you told me, oh, get yeah. this game, Because I was, I was annoyed that I had watched it before I played it. Yeah, okay. So I got this new game. Obviously, I downloaded it on, on the PS5 from recommendation from you called mm-hmm. the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe Edition or something. Basically, it's relaunched onto consoles with Correct. some extra shit. Um, it's first-person, I guess, adventure game. Probably a walking simulator walking is simulator. what you would call it. Sure. I don't know what it's called. but So you start off in an office, and um, it doesn't really tell you much. You kind of just start walking around. And you notice that everyone in the office is gone. There's no one there. Um and you sort of, you can, only thing you can really do is like click on doors or click on computers. You can't really, you can't jump, you can't run. There's no flashlight or anything. So you just start walking around and, and there's a narrator and he starts telling a story and kind of talks you through it. But it's, it's, it's one of those games where you kind of, you get to a point in the game and it resets so you basically start again. It's like well, a, you, sort of like, like a, it's like you finish the game. Yeah, I suppose, kind of. In a way, <clears throat> it's very confusing. It's really bizarre because that happens, and then you start start back back at the start again. But sometimes things are different. Sometimes things have changed. Sometimes the narrator talks about different things. Um, you might n- notice subtle things that you can't interact with, 
but are different. Everything sort of compounds and compounds and I, what I found is I just I, I steadily started even though I sort of knew what was happening, I steadily started feeling a bit uneasy about it. Because I was playing it by myself as well and I was like, yeah. this is a little bit too smart. Yeah, it's it's really full on. Like yeah. not much is really going on, but yeah. it's enough to really get you thinking. It's all sort of breaking the fourth wall. Is yeah. I'm pretty sure how they describe it. That um that skip thing was pretty full on. <laughs> I got to this room, it was like, Oh, we haven't been here before, this is not the right place to be, blah blah blah. We ended up in this room and had a skip button. So you pretty much go up to this pedestal and click on a fast forward button. And it started like skipping, you know, a minute and the narrator would start dribbling on about something. And he would even say to to the like the player that he is dribbling on mm. and well, what makes the game also is the narrator. Yeah, it's it brilliant. Amazing. Sounds sounds <clears throat> a lot like Stephen Fry. Kind of I've got to look into it. Maybe it is. It reminds me of the voice from Little Big Planet. Yes. The English sounds very accent. much like this. Yeah. Very easy voice to listen to. So it's it's brilliant the way it's set up. And this skip button I kept pressing it and kept pressing it and, and it started like fast forwarding through time. Every time it would black out and, and reappear. And in the end, like the time had gone so far forward, the building was like crumbled and destroyed. And I walked out into like a de- desert wasteland and started walking off into the desert. And then it reset me back into the office. And then there you go again. It was just, it's a really clever. Yeah, very, very clever game. Bizarre yeah. game. I'm glad you got to enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, because... And you've got, I mean, you're probably about, what, an hour and a half into it now? Yes, probably not even, yeah. You've got a lot more to do. Oh, it's already, like, crazy. The, the It's a totally different style of game. A lot of people are action-packed, shooting, killing, running around, driving, whatever you like, but this is different, and that's probably yeah, what makes it very, better. Very, very different. It makes it unique. Yeah. So, yeah. And just the way it... The way it plays with the way a game is, and it knows it's a game as well. Mm. So when and it playing, has reference to itself. Reference to itself, and when you do things, yeah, it's very, it's intelligent. It's intriguing. Mm. You told me to play it last week. Yep. Um, so I did, just before we started recording this. Yep. <laughs> no, nothing like me leaving it to the last minute, right? <laughs> um, the other thing I haven't, you did talk about, was uh, Jackass Forever. Yes. Haven't watched it yet. I haven't illegally downloaded it yet. Uh, Jackass 4.5 is out. Is it really? Mm-hmm. The partner's in there watching it right now. Oh, bullshit. hmm Wow. Okay. So, I don't know if I should watch it, because I feel like it might no. spoil... Don't watch that yet. Yeah. I'll watch that one with you, because I haven't watched that one yet. Okay. But you have to watch number three. Number four. Number four. Yeah, I've watched three as well. Jackass forever. Yeah, watch them all. you got to watch one, two, and three before you watch them. Well, I've seen them. Yeah, watch them again. Okay, so I've got to start. <laughs> They're worth it. Honestly, on, though, is this like the Lord of the Rings saga? <laughs> number three. <laughs> yeah, it's what a movie is all meant to be. Yeah, I think I've already said it before, but one of the best parts of when I watch the movie is walking out of the cinema and overhearing two girls standing standing next to one of the vending machines. And I, she said, oh, it was funny, yeah, but I agree, too many penises. <laughs> <laughs> that should be on the. That should be the slogan for the movie. Oh right, there's they very do, funny. I agree, but too many. Purposes. They do like that quite a lot. Oh, it was great though. Um, we watched. We happened to click onto Jackass three point five last week, mm-hmm. and obviously me and the missus was watching it, and the kids like float in and out, and as one of them walked in, bloody uh, what's his name? The guy that always wears the freaking underwear everywhere. 
Um, anyway, he's on a trampoline Pontius. and he's he's friggin' doing windmills with the yeah. old fella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kids just turn around and walk out. They're like, oh. Chris Pontius. Yeah, that's the guy. That's his name. Loves it. Yeah. So funny. Oh, well, if you had if you had a big wang like that, you'd probably get it out and wang it around a bit. I guess so. There's a dude from um, what's that band? Oh come on, I know this band. Do you though? Come on, you know the band. Is it Red Hot Chili Peppers? No, nah, not him. There's another band. Oh, and there's I think he's so a, I think many it's the bass band. guitarist as well. He's bald. But he's got like, it's down to his knee. And his favourite thing is just to come out on stage naked. All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she would. Mm. Probably plays it like a guitar. Reagan? Maybe. There used to be those dudes that used to do a whole show where they used to just make shit out Puppetry of their Puppetry of the penis. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Haven't seen it. Uh, Doesn't really float yeah, my boat. What have you been doing? Oh, not much now. I've been doing this theatre show. <laughs> Oh, have you, dear? I always think in my have head. Have you, dear? I always think, like, when when you hear crazy things like that, you always think of the, like, when they get home. I'm just or... explaining to my yeah. man that I create hamburgers with my penis. That's just what a man's got to do exactly. sometimes to Maybe make a living. Maybe from his nana. I doubt it, but... You never, know. You never know. She might have made a mean burger. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so, um, doing the... Uh, never-ending scrolling wheel of death through YouTube, mm. as we humans do. Such an intriguing platform. We stumbled across a, um, a very simple but quite interesting channel called... Uh, oh, God, I don't even know the name of it now, but it's, it's, uh, it's a Turkish... So, like, a Turkish family, right? Okay. It's pretty much a homestead. Like, they... I think they're actual, actually vegetable farmers. Oh, this is getting even more interesting. Yeah, Continue. dude. A Turkish family on a homestead yep. that farm vegetables. Basically farm vegetables. Basically. And, well, they do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but there's no, there's, no, uh, there's no talking. It's one of those YouTube videos, you know, where they, they don't say anything. They just do stuff and you watch it. And, Are they mute? No, they're not mute. Okay. Um, they're not mimes either. <laughs> or their faces aren't painted white. They're not muted they're mimes. They're not wearing black and white t-shirts. They're not. With a little red cravat. Is uh, it a cravat? I don't know what it's thing? called. What do mimes wear? A debout? Right in know. and let us know. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, but it's just like they, they go out to the field and they harvest, so I don't know, whatever veggies that they got at the time. And then it just shows you them coming back to their little homestead. They're like washing them all and then they make a meal out of it or something. Then they go pick some wildflowers and make some tea out of it. Everything's super old school. Mm -hmm. Like their stove is a bucket. (laughs) (laughs) Their stove is a bucket? It's literally a bucket. They've got this whole thing wrong. What do they use for a bucket? They use a stove. (laughs) And their bucket is a stove. It's a crazy little family that live in the woods. Actually. And they don't know what they're doing because they're fucking nuts. Sorry, continue with your crazy, fanciful story. Yeah, so they actually use a bucket as a stove. Yes. So it's lined with like mud, which sets as clay. Okay. So it's kind of like a tandoori oven? Yep. Mm -hmm. And they light a fire in it. Mm -hmm. It's got like a little grill inside, which obviously has airflow that comes out through. It's really really sick. And they put a pot on top. Mm-hmm. And they pretty much do all their cooking. Is this a cartoon? No, it's real life. Okay. This is this is why <clears throat> we st- like stuck watch it, like stuck watching it because it's so different. It's so out of the ordinary for, for us. Yeah, yeah. And probably most people, 
It's so old-fashioned, but for them, it's like just a way of life. It's Sunday for them. Literally, every, every day is Sunday for yeah. them. Um, so they were cooking like this, and some of the most amazing food, like fresh veggies out of the mm. garden, amazing food, like just, you well, know, it looks delicious. as we've said before, simple cooking is the best cooking. Man, it's so crazy, like... You don't need to go nuts. No, absolutely not. It's like it's definitely simple is better. Yeah, most of the time. Simple, but add love. Unless and time. it's unless it's like a piece of toast. Oh, you can make toast with good, nothing man. on it. It's like when you make your toast, you don't get that bastard straight out of the toaster. You let it cool down a little bit, not too much, but just a little bit. So then, when you put it on the plate, it doesn't steam up and get soggy, but you still get a nice, firm, crunchy piece of toast. But you still have enough heat for the butter to melt, but <laughs> <laughs> still fluffy on the inside. So. Okay. I'll show you one morning. Yeah, cheers. Uh, I think I need it. I get it straight out of the toaster, hot as fuck. You're a Philistine. Butter goes straight on it so it melts straight away. Oh my God. Then I lather that Vegemite on so it's all do, like. Do you, put a bit more, do you put a bit more butter on top of your Vegemite? No. What That's are you just doing? Weird. No. Well, I've got to show you. I've put enough, enough Vegemite on. I mean, enough butter on to like make it good at the bottom. What have you been doing? All and then you know what I do? I eat it straight what? away. I don't let it sit there. No, no, no. You don't let if it If it goes there. cold, no, it may no, as well be stale bread. You can't let it go cold. <laughs> I don't mean let it go cold. But if you just give it like, say, 30 seconds in the toaster, let the toaster cool down, then get your toast out. Well, not cool down, but you know what I mean. It'll be a firmer, more enjoyable piece of toast. All right. I'll give it a go. Good. Um, so the, this show on YouTube is... I as, forgot all about it. As Sorry, we discovered, I got into my toast conversation. There's nothing unusual for us to go off on a tangent. <laughs> so my cat loves this show. Fuck. It sits it's, on the couch. Yep. So every time they're cooking something or doing something, they always like have little cut scenes of like in the background. They've got. Hang like, on. Is there horses? Because my cat no. the other day was watching horses on the TV with me. No, no horses in this okay. one. Just reminded me of my cat. They've got horses. like they've got like a couple of dogs. They've got a couple of cats. They've got like baby ducks. Um, they've got chickens, and they're all like there was always like cut scenes of them just playing and running around in the background. Yeah. So the cat is just watching it like glued to the screen. That's become its favorite show. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so funny. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a really really simple. Really, uh, it's 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 kind of it makes you. I can't. It's it, it's a it's a Turkish that would name. Have been a good one to write down. Yeah, I'll I'll chuck it on our description so okay. people can check it out if they want. Um, Maybe even a link. I might even do that as well. Yeah, you can do that. I've heard you can do that. <laughs> I can do things like that. It's crazy. <laughs> the technology these days is insane. <clears throat> um, yeah, but it makes you want to go outside, grow some veggies, and cook them in a bucket, basically. Yeah. That's what it makes you want to do. You can do that. I know. Fantastic. There you go. That's awesome. Um, also, I've got a little one for you as well. So, harking back to um, Tape Face. Oh, yeah. Did okay. you watch Tape Face? Nah. I still haven't watched oh. Tape I'm not interested whatsoever in Tape Okay, Face. that's cool. But Whatever it reminded me, and I'm not sure if I've talked about it. Correct me if I have. But um, I used to work with a butcher called Mick. Yeah. The, I think we've heard of Mick. The most fun I've ever had. Yeah, working with Mick. We used to have a ball. A lot of it I can't talk about, but this I can talk about. So one day, we were in a jovial mood as usual, and it was about 10.30, 11 o'clock, and not much going on. So the sort of go-to things were in the butcher shop when there was nothing going on. You could either get butcher's paper, you ball it up nice and tight, you wrap it up in glad wrap so it's a nice ball, and then you play cricket with your steak knives. <laughs> 
for you. I would just, it's not the safest. No, I wouldn't imagine. You know when people play golf and they swim I don't do and this the anymore. golf club goes flying? I don't do this anymore. This is back in the old days, mate. This is the Wild West. Okay? <laughs> back in the this old days. This is the Wild West when we were allowed to do shit like this. Okay. So um, that wasn't good enough that day. So, And I was too old to be locked in the freezer and the cool room. So I could just push my way out. And I knew how to get out back then. Well, back then. It was a while ago. So yeah. Mick thought it would be funny to see how many lackey bands he could put on his head. So, Because we used to have this little tub of lackey bands sitting next to the register. We used to put around, when we ran out of sticky tape, we could put a lackey band around after the butcher paper and stuff. So he's sitting there and he's got, there was, there was one of the, there was another chick there, I think it was one of the, um, one of the front end girls, it was maybe another butcher that we were both kind of annoying. And Mick just stood there in front of him, staring at him. Just going like this, picking up lucky band after lucky band, and these are those little thin little yeah, lucky bands. Yeah, so the annoying ones. ones. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just kept going and kept going and kept going. Hey, and he probably he almost got the whole thing on there, and then this panic look on it. He's going like this, and this panic look on his face, and you can see these things digging into the skin. Oh no! On his head. Hey, have you ever seen the the YouTube videos of people doing that with watermelons? Oh yeah, it explodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is before. This was probably before YouTube. Oh YouTube, yeah. yeah. YouTube was 06, I think. And you can see him getting, and he's like, oh, as I. As I, as I get these off me, get these off me, get these off me. And now he's peeking. He starts freaking the fuck out, which is freaking me out. Because Mick never normally freaks out. And he was fucking worried. He couldn't get them off. Like he was trying oh, his wow. fingernails underneath it, trying to pick it, trying to pull it off. So it ended up with him pretty much on his knees, me with my boning knife. We just razor sharp boning knife and I'm cutting lucky bands off his head. And I ended up having to the last ones because they were there. I ended up actually having to get the tip of my boning knife just underneath them and just lift them a little bit. I don't know how I didn't cut him, but luckily... Well, you know, obviously... We had a good giggle about it afterwards. You're a pretty good butcher. We had a good giggle about it afterwards. Yeah, I bet. But yeah, I ran into him the other day and it reminded me of that story. You keep running into people, man. Oh, he, he works. You've it. really got to watch where you run, honestly. <laughs> Stop looking at the freaking ground. Look I, at the horizon. I know a lot remember? of people and I see a lot of people. Around. I bet you do, yeah. So yeah, that reminded me of... Um, lucky head. <laughs> really, yeah. So yeah, he wasn't lucky head. He wasn't tape face. He was lucky face. Lucky face. Yeah. Oh, lucky but face. He, he wasn't. Ha- he thought it was hilarious when he started doing it. And just like dead staring at the other person in the face. Like, look at me. I'm putting lackeys in my head. I'm hilarious. Yeah. And then slowly that little look in his eyes sort of changed to, oh, fuck, I've got these on my head and I can't get them <laughs> off. So, yeah, that was um, a bloody good one. And, yeah, just we, love working with Mick. I used to have uh, a guy sort of like that that I used to work with. Yep. Those, the cra- they're kind of, they're borderline crazy. Oh, yeah. To be honest. Mental. He's Let, mental. Let's face it. So... I was working down south in one of the mines. I'm not going to say where it was because we probably weren't allowed to do this, but we did anyway. For starters, we used to play baseball with... Um, so I was a scaffolder mm-hmm. and we had these short pieces of scaff tube. I think it was like basically a steel tube, about 600 mil long, maybe 900 mil long um, ones we were using. Because mm-hmm. um, we found these face um, shields... You know, like like the plastic face shield. Oh yeah, that you, yeah, that like the ones on that they were saying you could see through. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So we found one of them one day, and we thought it'd be hilarious to use a scaff tube and play baseball in the scaff yard. 
With the little face masks on. With the face mask on. Sweet. Now the reason we had to use what? the face mask. Oh, you use. Uh, they were they were coffee mugs. Oh, sick. Yeah, so that's a I great mean, idea, guys. A little bit wasteful. You weren't playing. It wasn't a heap of New Zealand guys there, was it? No, uh, there probably was a couple. Cuzzy Bros. Yeah, there was a couple of Cuzzy Bros. Yeah. So in that industry, I mean, well, I'm pretty know, sure that's how they actually play baseball. In they New pretty Zealand. much built that industry. They don't use baseballs. They use mugs. They use coffee mugs. Yeah. So one guy would stand at the other end of the yard and literally hurl coffee mugs at someone. That's that's loose. And he'd bang it with the with the scat so it'd shatter and there'd be like shards of coffee mugs. I'm just putting this out past there. Head. You know, I reckon scaffies and butchers would get along. <clears throat> oh, definitely. They're the same type of people. Mm. I think that's why we've become such good mates. Yeah. I mean, no, hang on, we were mates at high school. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no, that was we silly idea. We hadn't started scaffolding yeah. or butchering back then, I don't believe. <laughs> Maybe we knew that was going to be a thing. Which also reminds, because I was talking about slightly crazy people. Another one Mick did, we were in a big supermarket. And um, we were in this little butcher area so you can see out of the window, so you can see all the customers. And this dude came walking up the aisle, sort of where the freezers are. And he was full, like, homie. Like what you back <laughs> back in like he had the big homie pants hanging down and like full style like boxer shorts hanging out. Oh, like the whole out. boxer shorts. Mick's got on the PA and gone. Well, the um, with a bloke in the freezer, I'll oh, please pull his pants up. My replace, please pull your pants up. <laughs> and this dude's like looked around and like oh, pull his pants up and just piss bolted out of the store. Oh, no. no joke. Three minutes later, Mick to the manager's office, please. Mick to the manager's office. <laughs> big smile on his face. Off I go, boys. <laughs> Oh, what a crazy dude. Good times, good times. Um, we also had a guy, same scaffold actually. It's probably the same day. Um, <laughs> he thought it'd be funny. He didn't know where his fucking coffee mug had gone and he was irate. Uh, it was gone. <laughs> nah, we, he thought it'd be funny to um, so completely wrap his entire body in duct tape. Trying to lose weight. Right. And stick. So he had hold of 300 mil scaff tubes in each hand. Which yeah. were duct taped into his hand, like yeah, right. Then, why? I'll tell you why in a sec. Drugs. Then, then we chucked the face shield on him because he couldn't use his hands anymore because he was holding onto steel tubes that were taped to his hand. Yeah. So we thought it would be a great movie scene right, <laughs> to get him to fight a forklift. Oh no. <laughs> So we had this guy, the other lad. I, I'm actually sure one of them got this on on like film as well, like on their phone. They recorded this. One guy comes in with the forklift, mm. and we're like, "How are we going to make this all dramatic? Because all a forklift does is like go for, and like move its forks up and down, <laughs> hell slow." So we're like, "Maybe we could get him to like." Hang on, so we didn't we didn't spoil it. So we're like, all right, come in, come in, we'll, we'll get you ready, and we started Sounds filming. Sounds like you guys spent a whole day on this. <laughs> we probably did. It was a it was a pretty high end production. So he's standing there ready, and the forklift comes in, mm-hmm. and he starts revving the forklift, right? And then he starts moving the tines up and down hell fast, which is funny in itself. Because you got to rev the shit out of a forklift to get those bars to even to, move slightly to, faster. Exactly. Wow, redlining it. <laughs> exactly what happened and then next minute it was like fight and then it was literally him and oh you're impaled him he's dead no he was like ting 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 with the tubes yeah on the forklift tines mm-hmm. as they were moving i get it it looked like they were actually- i saw i saw this coming i actually saw this coming <laughs> dude it was so and then there was another couple of guys off screen and they were shooting powder fire extinguishers 
through the, so it was like all dramatic and there was like I bet it, I bet it looked exactly like the scene in Alien where she fights it fights the alien in the mech thing. Yeah, it did. It would have looked probably better. It was, exa- it was better. Was he yelling, "Get away from her, you bitch!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, that happened, and he won. He beat the forklift. And, so um, all was well that ends well. And then we left. Sick. For, and did no work. No, no, we went to lunch and he was still taped up. <laughs> Episode two. When we come back from lunch. Yeah. The revenge of the forklift. <laughs> revenge of the lift. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. That was um some good times in there. Very good times. Yeah. Speaking of good times. It has been a good time. It has been a very, very good time. As always. Thank you very much for listening. And um, we appreciate you. We really do. Thanks, guys. Thanks for the support. Hit us up on any of the socials, Facebook, whatever the other ones are. Yeah, all those social things. <laughs> yeah, I use Facebook. I don't use any other ones. Yeah, I use pretty much Instagram. I don't use any of the other ones. Mm, yeah. So we're all on them, though. Yeah, com. Send us in something. Yeah. Tell us something. Yeah. Much love to you. Do that. We'll see you next time. Sounds good. All right, guys. See you later. Big love, bye.